So we're going to be talking about protesting in the 1960s and 70s because my parents uh, protested a lot. They've been in a lot of marches. We're going to talk about that. And I'm just going to warn you, we're going to talk about Black Lives Matter, and it's not going to be good if you're a Trump fan. You're not going to like this episode. Just want to give you a heads up before you listen. All the laughs without the anxiety. Mike Klein presents My Jewish Parents. Yes, us, a Jewish parent. Wait a minute. Well, you know what? There's really some really good things coming out of this. First of all, you didn't hear. What? Now the charge is second-degree murder. Well, that's what they're talking about. That's second-degree murder for... For the main officer or all three? Yeah, yeah the main officer. And the other two or three or whatever are going to get something, too. Okay, I saw that. So protesting has been going on for many years. It's, you know, it's disappeared for many years as well. And you guys used to protest all the time. I wanted you to explain to me what it was like growing up in New York City back in the day and explain to me about the marches that you guys were involved with. Remember, we came down to the Washington area. In 71, so we went yeah. on a lot of mar- marches in Washington. Yeah. So we were in a march in, in New York. Which you one? And I, Which be- one? Before we got married or right after. What were you? It was in, in late 60s. Uh, were we in the Vietnam one? I don't remember. Yeah, it was the Vietnam War. Mm-hmm. And we were marching on Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. And on some of the side streets, there was the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, you remember? Okay. I remember that. Oh, my and God. your mother got a little concerned, and I said, don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, and uh, we kept walking, and that was that. But, uh, and we did go to one in Washington. Yeah, before we moved here, we did. Before, we went to one in Washington. <laughs> we went up by a bus. That's true. And, and uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Why? What, what what happened? What I remember from that march mm-hmm. was that we had a stop on the way on the on the uh, New Jersey time turnpike. Yep, and we couldn't get into any of the bathrooms because hmm. there were so many, there were thousands of people. Right. Wow. So we just stood on the side of the road. Oh my God. I remember that a whole lineup of guys. Oh God! Okay, so that, that, that must have, that had to be the civil rights. That was well. That was my my natural right. I was <laughs> there. That's true. That, that march was. I was a young guy then. How would I look walking around with wet pants? Oh my God! You think it's okay as an old guy? And as an old guy, you got excited. I got excited. I'm old, you know. <laughs> so, what other marches have you guys been in? There were a lot of marches. There was. Um, What's your most memorable was, march then? Oh, I don't know. When you were guest at the Pentagon. <laughs> Tell us about that. <laughs> um, no, there were there were women's marches uh, for the equal rights of women, and that has never passed yet. We well, it hasn't. We don't it's, have it's a law. A we're but you, the last big march you were on. You were in Washington when yeah. Trump was elected. Right. The Women's March. Right. Tell us about that because I went on a march with you too. I think the March Our March Our Lives March too. Yeah, the yes. Women's yeah, March. Yeah, yeah. To uh, to uh, about gun violence. Violence yeah. about gun violence. Yeah. Right. Okay. But that was about you know when there was a shooting in the schools. Right. 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 That yeah, was in Florida, Florida schooling, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and tell us about the Women's March. What was that like? You mean the one... Oh, I, oh, and there was also one for Mothers Against Violence. Yeah. Yeah, there was that one, too. I guess... Uh, 
but you have to remember, Bubby, she came with That's me. That's my grandmother. Yep. Yep. Did she? Yep. And yeah, she came on, um, which they want to do right now, overturn um, Wade versus Roe. Oh, okay. I remember those. Yeah, but they still want to overturn it now. I know they want to reinvoke well, uh, it, that, yeah. Uh, March came. For life, and that's the one against us, right? March for life, yeah. Well, you know, I don't know. whatever. So we were in a lot of marches, but I have to tell you something. Mm-hmm. The, all the marches I was on all those years, I don't remember turning violent, like, or then crashing into. We don't the remember stores. the looting. There was no, no, no. that happens at night. We were doing the day. No, I don't left. think so. We never heard it on the. On the yeah, there wasn't as much it looting. Was, it, it was a much. Yeah, this one was a lot. I was going to say. So, what do you guys think about? how everyone's handling this protest or some good protesters and there's some looting. Do you think the looting affects the message? You know what? That is really complicated mm-hmm. because I, I can't, I can't say, you know, if, if you have these peaceful marches only, you know, somehow so, something needed to, to get done. I mean, all these years this, this has been going on um again especially black males but there were some females i i, I can't say I, I don't know i i i can i can tell you what, okay. what i what what i think oh. i think there are two different things going on i think the march that goes on during the day for the most part in all of the cities mm-hmm. has been very peaceful and i've been very impressed right. uh there is also uh more white people participating. Yeah. A lot of white people. Some, some, a lot of white people participating. Mm-hmm. So they're much more integrated than they've they've ever been. Okay. And a lot of young people. Seeing a lot of young. You don't see many people, uh, if fifty and sixty year olds marching. Uh, if they are, there's not too many of them. It's a lot of young people. So I'm impressed with that. But the thing that I'll tell you what you got to understand is that we're in a terrible time right now. We have an epidemic okay. where the country's been closed. 40 million people have lost their jobs. And usually the people that lose their jobs are the people that are service workers and essential workers. And, well, and, it's also more than that. Well, yeah. even more than that. So people are hurting. They, they don't have any money, you know, they're hurting and they're angry and they're upset. So you see this acting out at night. I'm not, a, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying that it's the result of the situation we're in. And then we have a political system where we uh, divide people and stimulate them to be angry and hateful. And so you can, it, there's a lot of people that contribute to what's going on. But what I'm impressed about, putting all that aside, yep. what I'm impressed about is not only that there are more white people, but I've seen there have been police officers that have come down and knelt with the protesters right. and prayed with the post protesters, mm-hmm. put their arm. There's been more recognition right. that, that there's a lot of pain. And right. I think given a change in the political environment where we don't have people that divide us and make us hate each other, I think 
this is a good turning point. I really do. You know, we had a chief of police from St. Paul, and he was wonderful. He was very supportive with the damage. What? And, yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of very nice interchanges went with the police and the uh, protesters. And we saw on television today, it was, wow, it was really wonderful. Yeah, and, and even in, in, in New York, there have been some police have gotten together and marched with some of the protests for right. a short distance, mm-hmm. with all the breakage and violence there. But there's a lot of uh, pain in this country. Yeah. Uh, and it's not because politically, that makes it worse. But it's just the environment, it's the, the epidemic, I mean, the people that lost jobs. Uh, the and there's no leadership. And there's no leadership, you know. Uh, no federal leadership. So I... I uh, Here's some of the positive stories that the Tennessee National Guard uh, was set up in okay. front of the state capitol on Monday, full right gear, and the mm-hmm. protesters asked to take to, for them to take it all down. And they did. They put it all down, and they all kneeled together. Uh, police mm-hmm. um, in uh, North Carolina. There's a drone footage that's trending right now. 50 cops in North Carolina doing the same thing, uh, you know, kneeling right. down. A uh, former firefighter mm-hmm. who operated a sports bar in Minneapolis lost everything. People rode, uh, raised a million dollars in a GoFundMe account to help him out. A group of protesters wow. in Louisville uh, formed a human chain. I guess this this police officer somehow got by himself and um, the the protesters and the looters, the uh, bad ones, were coming after him and then a bunch of other protesters got around him to protect him. That's a, a good story. Mm-hmm. Uh, they protected mm-hmm. a couple of stores and stuff like that. So there is some positive stories in this. Oh, but, yeah. But like last night I was watching CNN late, you know, because it's so it, it's just such a crazy story. And I saw the uh, I saw some very peaceful protesting at 12 o'clock, even though they should be at home because there is curfews. But um, they were the, all of a sudden some mm-hmm. random person came in there and just started throwing stuff at the cops and boom. And the, the cops started shooting out you know, pellets again and they're going after reporters and doing the same thing too. So this is just kind of yeah. an interesting time. I think people are really upset because they're all locked up in their houses. These protests, do they look like the protests that you guys were involved with, you know, back no, in the sixties and seventies? No, no, not at all. No, but they were all peaceful no. back then. For the most part. So you were tear gas. Tell me, tell me about that. What was that like? What does that feel like? Um, I don't even remember. She doesn't remember. <laughs> it's a long time ago. Wow. Uh, Have you ever been arrested? No. no, no, never. Been. I was hoping you'd been arrested. No, we've never been arrested. I, I think no. I lied to everybody and said that you guys got arrested. Both of you guys got arrested. No, oh, never got arrested. damn. Okay, I made that oh, up. By then. the way, mm-hmm. we're going to have a big protest um, and and in support of George. What's his last name? Um, Floyd. The one. George Floyd. Um, yeah. 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 With with the thing. Where's the protest? It's going to be right. Right in the middle of Riderwood, and we're all going to go out with at eight thirty tomorrow night. Are you really? Lights or candles in so, support? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So of there's going to be a bunch of old people of out there rioting. Are you going to start breaking windows mm-hmm. there or no? Avi. I'm <laughs> no, just saying, I don't know, Dad. I don't know. Energy to break a window. No, no, no we're not breaking windows. Mm-hmm. I'm just we're saying. Go, we're going to. Uh, it's going to be a peaceful march. It's going to be peaceful. Okay, I'm just asking. Mm-hmm. We're just going to bring some light to the situation. Mm-hmm. Right. Light. Mm-hmm. So, did you see that they and, were. And, um, and, 
Did you guys see that they were looting Macy's in Herald Square? You know, the. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah one thing we didn't talk about, though, that, that there were different groups. There were the protesters, there were this group, what were they called? The Afadis? Or... No, 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 no. All different white nationalist groups as well as left wing groups kind of merging with the peaceful protesters. And took advantage of And it. took advantage. And, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Yeah. Uh, Mm-hmm. But the majority of people were peaceful. Yeah, the majority were peaceful, of people yeah. were concerned. Uh, you know, there was a, uh, in Washington yeah. yesterday, there was a protest all day, mm-hmm. a peace, peaceful protest. And they ended up at the mall okay. in front of the Lincoln Memorial, the protesters. Yep. They were sitting down, one knee down, and they were praying. Mm. And... In front of the Lincoln Memorial, if you look up on the steps going to the to get in, see the statue of Lincoln, they were lined up with with troops, with uh, not troops, uh, yeah, National Guard troops, and uh, nobody bothered them. They didn't try to get in or do it. They just prayed, mm-hmm. and then when the curfew came, many of them got up and left. So what do you think about people peacefully protesting after the curfew? Do you think that, I mean, like, I, I, don't, I don't know how I feel about you that. You know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Uh, as long as they're not breaking into stores and looting and burning, and yeah. as long as they're peaceful and listening to the police, mm-hmm. uh, I think it's hard to use emotionally high from what's going on, and they're very upset and angry. And so it's hard to... Uh, that, in a sense, that's their right to protest. That's yeah. constitutional right, First Amendment right to mm-hmm. protest, as long as you're not disturbing the peace and preventing other people from, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. What do I think? I wouldn't stay at night because you could get hurt. I mean, you know, and you got these other crazies infiltrating the crowd and causing damage. Right. Uh, I would have stayed in, but... I'm not that upset with people that don't. Yeah. I can understand why they don't want it, why they want to stay and, and, and continue to protest. Yeah. Uh, it's a very serious thing. It is. See, it I is. don't know if you remember when, when you were younger and your friend Roger, but you know, who was black, but we had talked about this profiling uh, black, especially black boys uh, or or adolescents or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You know, this has been going on for way too long. And and then to sit there and, and literally kill, it was like a lynching. It right. Was, it was, uh, yeah. I think we were all in shock. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and then they, this is something that they do a lot or are allowed to do. But Yeah, but I, I didn't know that. But yeah, in Minnesota, yeah. you can choke somebody. There's no such thing. Yeah, they do that there. Or, yeah, you can choke a person mm-hmm. if you need to subdue them, and there's no—they even teach you how to do it. So they're trying to pass a law now to get rid of that, not only in Minnesota but in any police department. Right, right, right. Uh, 
Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't know what else to say, except that uh, I, I think that, uh, that I, you know, I'm really uh, kind of really proud of the young people that are. That are yeah, uh, but we've been waiting for them mm-hmm. for many years. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because we in the 60s, we mm-hmm. did all that protesting. Now, now, now you know, it, 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 it's interesting that they say we're more divided than we've ever been. Mm-hmm. I don't agree with I think we're divided. But I don't think we're more divided. I think we've always been divided. Right. I think there's been always strong feelings on either side. But I think what's happened with the visuals and the Internet and the pictures taken by camera and by mm-hmm. phones now, mm-hmm. it's hard to hide that anger and hurtfulness to other people comes right out. So, And you're seeing that young people now are more... Uh, anxious to make change and they're willing to put themselves out on the line. So while there may be, we may be divided, I think there's real hope that uh, we can come together Mm -hmm. and and solve some of these problems. There's no reason uh, not to, you know, when, when we were marching in the sixties, worried about the war and all that other stuff, there was tremendous prejudice against people that were gay getting married. Mm-hmm. Couldn't do that. It was against war. Mm-hmm. There was tremendous uh, laws and pressure against people that were of different races, blacks and whites, to get married. In some states, if you got married, like Virginia then in the 60s, <laughs> you could be arrested. It was illegal. Right. So there was a lot of stuff. And, of course, that the whole the, the whole women's... Uh, movement where right. salaries are so unequal and all kinds of stuff, you know, came out. And so, oh, and also handicapped people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, people who were handicapped, they started having laws for them. Yeah. Yeah, so a lot a lot of wonderful things came out, right, of that, right. came out of the march. And there's one other thing that you have to understand that yeah. sometimes it gets lost and people don't realize it. But the Attorney General of Minnesota, Minneapolis, is Ralph Ellison. Ralph Ellison uh, is a black, okay. a black Muslim, okay. and he's the Attorney General. He was very active uh, in civil rights. He's a lawyer in Minnesota. He was on the legislature. He was in the House of Representatives. He was. We have someone. We didn't have that kind of openness and people having power with that kind of background in the 60s or even the 70s. We have more now. We have more women in Congress, more black, more Asians, uh, more Latinos. So all of this is creating and reinforcing in this country what Jesse Jackson Jackson. Yeah, Jesse. Jesse Jackson was famous for forming what was called a rainbow coalition. Right. And what that meant is getting people together from all different colors, yeah. all different backgrounds, and getting them together as one. And, you know, that's happening more now. So as terrible as things are right now with poor leadership in this country and with uh, Mm -hmm. a a virus epidemic going on Mm -hmm. and economic issues. Mm -hmm. And now this would, I think we have potential for 
really making progress in solving some of these problems and getting together and less divided. We may have to get rid of a lot of people that don't want to do that right. and vote for people that are willing on both sides, both Republicans and Democrats. You need two strong parties that believe in uniting people together. So I don't, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> my soapbox. So anyway, uh, I'm not, I'm not, uh, I, I, well, you know, I'm hopeful. You know what? And I'll tell you, I've been depressed until today. You know, when I heard that these police officers and chiefs and all different places are, su- are supporting the protesters. Right, right. That's a beautiful thing. I guess the chief in, um, or I'm sorry, I guess the sheriff in Flint, Michigan, mm-hmm. put down all of his, his, his guns yeah. and everything, and he wanted to march with everybody. And he's like, I right. just want to support you guys. I just want you to know I'm on your team, and I'm going to put, I'm going to right. put, I'm going to put my baton yeah. down, and I'm going to do that because I want to march right. with you guys. I want you to know that I do care about you guys, and I want you to know that. So that was right. kind of a, a, right. a moving thing. I know that. In Louisville, I don't think that ever happens. In Louisville, Kentucky, well, though. Well, no marches. It, it, yeah. What? Louisville? Louisville's in bad shape right now, and no, no, uh, uh, and Louisville is in bad shape, yeah, because of a lot of historical things. But they're in bad shape. Main one of the big reasons is that it's an open carry state, so you could go into Louisville, buy a gun, and stick it in your pocket, right. carry it around with you. So think about what's going on now with all this anger and mm-hmm. division. People are coming together, and they. They have guns, so they get right. their guns out and shoot. Yeah. Police shoot them, they shoot the police. People are getting killed in Louisville. It's really crazy. Well, the, it really is. The Louisville police did uh, They did shoot at two different uh, TV people, and they knew they were shooting at them, and they had that on video. Um, yeah. It's it's kind of crazy. Like, And you know, I used to be in Louisville. I used to work in Louisville. I would be I there know. right now in the middle of all this. I know I shouldn't be. I mean, the pandemic thing is pretty scary, but... If the pandemic thing definitely wasn't happening, I would have been in Louisville covering this story for my, you know, listeners and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And it's just, it's kind of frightening. And I know the police are super frustrated too. Greenville, there wasn't, they were very peaceful there, you know, I guess because there's not a lot of people. I don't know. It wasn't as bad here, but, you know, Greensboro is in a lot of trouble, but Louisville's in the worst I've ever seen though. I mean, that's just terrible. And then they, they, they looted the Kroger that's in the more, um, poor area of the city in the west on the west side of the city and now i mean the kroger Mm -hmm. has reopened it but they looted it they they stole money out of an atm now these are just obviously these are criminals these are not the protesters because i don't think protesters are gonna sit there and spend their time you know looting or anything or going through this stuff but people are taking advantage of it but you know there's some other historic things like new york city yesterday closed at 8 p.m the entire the city that never sleeps closed at 8 p.m now now you guys grew up there is that weird to know that at 8 p.m everything shut down Mm -hmm. is that weird yeah Yeah. and then Mm -hmm. the subway was closed from the subway's been closed from 1 a.m to 5 a.m because of the pandemic Yes. Right. Yeah, well, to clean it. They're cleaning it. Yeah, they clean it every night. And then they have to chase all of the homeless people out of the subway. Mm-hmm. Right. So mm-hmm. they're trying to get that resolved. But there's a lot of issues and problems. And mm-hmm. uh, as much as I like the Governor Cuomo, mm-hmm. he's been fighting with the mayor in yep. New York. <laughs> They've been fighting, and that's stupid. That is stupid. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, you remember Rush Limbaugh, right? 
Yes. Yeah. Oh, Rush apparently went on uh, this big show in New York City called The Breakfast Club with Charlemagne the God. That's a big. Uh, yeah. I guess he's. I know. Yeah, yeah. So that was kind of an interesting conversation, and you know, Rush. You know, they didn't really accomplish anything, but I, I, I heard the interview. It was it was interesting, interesting to see them both fight for each other. But um, you well, know, I don't, I don't know. Position? I mean, Rush's- I mean, Russia's position is like, what can we do to stop this? He just wants to know, like, let's stop this. What can we do? And well, that's good. They didn't do the dialogue, huh? No, I think you need to be on the air with Charlemagne and Rush. Let's uh, let's. I, uh, I think I think I Rush did. said we didn't really accomplish a lot. We need to redo this again. <laughs> it didn't sound like they planned the thing out. They should have had a solution already planned out. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. but we mm-hmm. just need more people like them to basically say that they denounced this racism and mm-hmm. that we need to work together as a country. Mm-hmm. Now, I will tell you that my generation, and I'm not trying to be cocky here or anything. But in mm. D.C., growing up in that area, my generation, we all hung out with black and black people hung out with us and Chinese people and all, you know, Saudi Arabia. I had Saudi Arabian friend. Remember my friend Saleh? Yeah, but where did That you- was because you lived in Colombia. Well, OK. Columbia regardless, regardless. Now right. I go back to that area and I go into D.C. now and I see a lot of the areas that have been redone, like U Street, and I see all white people in those places. I don't see black and white people hanging out with it. White and black Gen, gen Zers don't hang out with each other. I'm, I'm sorry. No? Millennial yeah. black and white people do not hang out with each other. Mm-hmm. They're like, mm-hmm. and I don't think they're being racist. Or they're just not getting along like they used to, like they did in my generation. I feel well, like, you know, eh, it's just different. No, you, you don't understand. <laughs> Colombia was an exception. You're not getting it still. Oh, no, I understand. I think, I, I, I think not your generation as much as the present generation. Yeah. People in there yeah, are much more uh, open, yeah. open yeah. to change and doing things differently mm-hmm. and much more flexible. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think my generation thought about it, I guess. It's kind of messed up when I say that. Not, not everyone had that experience that you had. So, yeah. did, did you have any message for any of the protesters or, uh, you know, out there? What's your, what's your message for protesters? Because you were more of a protesting uh, generation more than mine was. Uh, you know, you know what my message is to yeah. protesters? Yep. Vote. Vote. V-O-T-E. Vote. Vote and put people in place in your how in your districts, in your state, in your city, in this country, that w- will make sure that what you believe is treating people and equality and opportunity, that has happened. Vote. Young people don't always vote. And if you don't vote, you're giving up on your country and yourself. Vote. Okay, and, what, and Dad, Dad, what's some advice you have for the looters? What's your advice for the looters? Uh, Here's some advice. No. <laughs> the looters? Yes, yeah, so I want uh, some get advice. A job. <laughs> they, can't, they can't get a job. They can't get a job, Dad. <laughs> they can't get a job. No, the looters, go back and mind your own business. No, no, no. Because those looters are not there with the protesters. Mm-hmm. They, they're just interested in looting and creating chaos. Uh, what what I would say to Lute is, is you're going to take something you need today and create a situation where someone is going to come around and take it back from you. Is that the kind of 
country you want to live in, where you're worried, where you're taking away from people, and then they're going to come and take it away from you. Uh, you, That's not, again, I say to looters and anyone that's angry, what you have to do is vote. Vote and try to make your neighborhood and your city take responsibility and vote. Mm -hmm. That's that's what makes this a special place. We do that. Make sure you click the follow button and you can find out when we're going to do our next My Jewish Parents. And give us a rating on Apple Podcasts.